Welcome to this special mini episode of Broadway World Some Like It Pop Podcast. I'm Matt Timonini, and as always, I'm joined by Jennifer McHugh. Jen, last week, the 2016 Emmy nominations were released, and we're not going to go super in-depth on these because I assume at some point we'll do like a huge Emmy episode like we did last year. But we did just want to do something real quick about what we liked about the Emmy nominations, what we didn't like about the Emmy nominations, and kind of just touch on those because I think there's a lot in both categories to get really worked up about this year. So one of the first things I wanted to talk about is that it looks... In some cases, like Emmy voters are actually watching television. I'm not (laughs) going to go out on a limb and say that for sure. But the fact that they finally wised up and noticed a little show called The Americans, it gives me hope for the world. Because for so long, The Americans has been one of, if not the best show on television, and has gotten next to zero love from the Emmy Awards. This year, not only was the show nominated for Best Drama, it was also nominated with its two stars, Matthew Reese and Carrie Russell, in the acting categories. Then you throw in the fact that the Emmys nominated Mr. Robot. They nominated a show on USA for Best Drama. Remy Malek was nominated as well. There's a lot of other shows to kind of criticize for being nominated just out of habit. Looking at you, Modern Family. But they also nominated Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is awesome. Veep, I know you love it, but that's not a surprise. But it looks like Master of None, which I don't watch, but I know you love, that got nominated. So it looks like maybe they're paying attention? Yes, Logason, Brad Moy. Okay. That means I agree, my brother in Russian. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm so happy about the Americans. I know we both gush about it all the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not only the show, but Carrie Russell and Matthew Reese, so underrated for way too long. And I just yeah. think it's one of the best shows on television. But the fact that it's up for Emmys, it's like, that would be like waking up and, and Buffy was nominated for an Emmy. Like all of a sudden <laughs> people are watching good shows. Yeah. And it's, and I'm honestly really happy that there was nothing for the Big Bang Theory. Well, there was um, some guest acting stuff for The Big Bang Theory, which I have no problem with because nobody ever pays attention to the guest nominations. They just say, oh, I know that name, so I'm going to vote for him. So that doesn't bother me. That doesn't bother me at all. But another one I'm really happy about, even though we've kind of talked about Orphan Black a lot not being the show that it was in the first season, super pumped that Tatiana Maslany was nominated for an Emmy again. Like, I I posted this on Twitter on her Emmys.com page. It lists seven characters under her name. I think that says enough. She plays seven characters in in this season. She deserves to be nominated because she is fantastic. Agreed. And I haven't watched it this year, but I really, really love her, and she's way overdue. Um, yeah. Um, do you want to just go through shows, or you want to talk about performers? Whatever you want. Let's let's. Uh, this is a very freewheeling thing. Whatever pops to mind that you want to talk about, let's do it. All right. Well, I'm going to say that I'm really happy about Master of None. Like you had said, I I love that show. But my two big surprises that were nominated um, were Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee and A Very Murray Christmas. And I was so stoked that both of those got nominations. Yeah. And those are in like uh, Outstanding Variety Sketch or what? what, No, that's not the right category. A Very Merry Merry Christmas is a made-for-TV movie. Oh, was it really? Uh, yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. 
outstanding variety talk series is comedians in cars getting yeah, coffee. Yeah. Just so like random things you watch on the web, you're like, that was really good. And then they get an Emmy nomination. Fantastic. Yeah. And there's a lot of good, like Lemonade was nominated for an Emmy. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, Carpool Karaoke's primetime special was nominated for an Emmy. So a lot of good things. And, you know, since this is technically a Broadway World podcast, the the Grease Live on Fox was nominated for the most Emmys in the history of live televised musicals, which you think that's not a big deal, but you've got to remember they've been doing these for a long time. It had 10 nominations. So good, good for them. I'm happy for all of those folks. Uh, snubs for shows. I wasn't happy about was, um, unreal. Like I had spoke about on our TV episode, full frontal, which I thought was a crime. Yeah. How the hell did that not get nominated? (laughs) The Leftovers, which is always ignored, and our yes. perennial, beloved, favorite, Crazy crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Well, that got a couple nominations, but not in the categories we would have wanted. It got two nominations in the, in songwriting categories and a nomination in choreography. So I'm not surprised by that, but I was more disheartened that Jane the Virgin, like, come on now, that is that deserves to be nominated. It got one nomination. It was for Anthony Mendez's narrating work, which is awesome. Stellar. <laughs> yeah, which we've talked about before. So I'm happy for that. But that deserves more love, especially – I don't know what it was submitted in. But I'm assuming it was submitted in comedy categories, wouldn't you think? I think so, yeah. But I'm also thinking – and maybe I'm incorrect – but it took so long for the Emmys to go outside of NBC, CBS, and ABC. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they started including Fox. But I feel like they're embracing streaming and online stuff before they're embracing the CW as legit television. That's that's very true because if you look especially at the comedy categories, you've got Master of None from Netflix. You've got Transparent from Amazon. You've got Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt from Netflix. And those were nominated. You also have Veep on HBO. You've got Silicon Valley on HBO. And then you've got Blackish and Modern Family on ABC. Now, Modern Family is there just because people know what the hell it is. I think Blackish deserves it. I don't watch it all the time. Uh, but you and I have talked about when we do check in. I think you watch it more regularly than I do. It deserves to be there. You tell me Master of None deserves there. I believe you. You tell me Silicon Valley deserves to be there. I believe you. Transparent, from what I understand, season two, not as strong as season one. So that might be a prestige one as well. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt deserves to be there. You tell me Veep deserves to be there. Okay, but I just... I, 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 I guess I'm just mad that Modern Family took a spot that should be Jane the Virgin. Well, the, the problem with the Emmys has always been it's just a creature of habit. Yeah. I mean, look look at Frasier, look at David Hyde Pierce, look at Jim Parsons. You know, the, he won last year. He must still be good. Modern Family is still very good. Is it one of the top seven comedies on television? Absolutely not. Yeah. But it's just, you know, that's what people are used to. So it, yeah. it does suck because I think there are better comedies. I mean, we've yeah. mentioned a plethora yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of comedies, this was one that I did not expect to get nominated, but I was super excited that it had a lead actor nomination, and that is a show that I've said is my favorite comedy on television, The Last Man on Earth. The fact Bill that Will Flint, the fact that he got nominated is awesome because that show is so crazy and so unique and the performances are so good. I'm really happy that he at least got nominated so that he'll lose to William H. Macy in a show that I don't actually consider a comedy. 
I agree. I'm so happy for him. I, I had scanned over the nominations and then I looked back. I was like, wait, Will Forte got nominated? That's awesome. Um, I'm super excited for him. That's that's really cool. I was really excited that Louis Anderson got nominated for Baskets. Yes. Yeah. And, and that, supporting- to me, that supporting actor comedy category is stacked. Yeah, it really is. And you could put like six more people in there and it would still be stellar. Yeah. It really is. The, the, the outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series category is Louis Anderson for Baskets, Andre Brower for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Keegan-Michael Key for Key and Peel, Ty Burrell in Modern Family, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and then Matt Walsh and Tony Hale both for Veep. So lots of good people in that. I loved that one. Um, another one sticking with the um, with the comedy categories are, I was really glad we mentioned her in our movie special episode, but Kate McKinnon. Got nominated mm-hmm. for Saturday Night Live. Totally well-deserved. Yes, she is one of, I mean, obviously one of the standouts. I really think she's on the verge of just going crazy big. Yeah. Um, I was super happy for Anthony Anderson and Tracy Ellis Ross getting recognition yes. for Blackish. I, um, Like we had said, it's it's a pretty good show. And those two are great as the heads of the household on that show. Yeah, absolutely. Now, going over to the drama categories, there were two shows that we mentioned, kind of like Modern Family, that just keep getting nominated, even when they are not nearly as good as they used to be, and that is Homeland and House of Cards. I was, first seasons of those two shows were bonkers good, and they've been aight since then, sometimes really bad, sometimes, hey, that's pretty good, but never to the level of what, like, the Americans and Mr. Robot are in that same category and I wish they could have moved those out and maybe put some. I don't. I, off the top of my head, I would love to see Rectify in there. Um, of course, but you know, the leftovers. The well, yeah, of course, duh. Um, two of our favorite shows, you know, Leftovers and Rectify, I would love to see in there. But Homeland and House of Cards. Okay, we get it. It's about white people doing despicable things, and and let's move on from there. But in the acting categories. Kyle Chandler, nominated for Bloodline. Remy Malek, nominated for Mr. Robot. Matthew Reese, nominated for The Americans. Bob Odenkirk, which I don't watch the show, but it's Bob Odenkirk, nominated mm-hmm. for Better Call Saul. Another stacked category. Yeah, Best Leading Actor in a Drama is really stacked. And all those guys are just, oh, so I watch all those shows, so yeah. I'm obsessed. My thing was the OJ miniseries yes a lot of nominations for that i think sarah paulson should just you know they should just engrave her name now yeah i'm kind of sad though i'm not gonna lie because i think sterling k brown who played chris darden was awesome inexplicably john travolta got nominated don't understand that david schremer got nominated go ahead sterling k brown was nominated yeah he's great that's what i'm saying these are all the nominations for the best supporting actor in a miniseries and that, I think, is going to rob my favorite performance of the year, Mr. Mike, Milligan, Mr. Mike Milligan from Fargo. Well, here's, here's my pick for this category, is Hugh Laurie's going to win. And not necessarily, I'm not, I have not seen The Night Manager, but he's going to win, one, because he's Hugh Laurie, and two, because Sterling K. Brown, John Travolta, and David Schwimmer will pull the votes from the people who loved OJ. Jesse Plemons Landry was nominated. Um, and Bokeem will probably split a few Fargo votes. So I'm going to guess that Hugh Laurie is going to win, but oh. I, I would love, to, I mean, I have nothing against Hugh Laurie. Don't get me wrong. I think Hugh Laurie's great, but I, I think I would probably like to see Bokeem win as well. He was, that just, that character just was my favorite. Um, 
I'm really going to root for him. I really, you know, because my cheerleading really dictates how the night will go. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, yeah, the, the, I, I was a little disappointed with the fact that, like, Cuba gets nominated. Really? He deserves yeah. to be nominated? Yeah, I would I just... definitely. Courtney Vance was was just justified, yes. Sarah Paulson, yes. Sterling yes. K. Brown, absolutely. David Schwimmer, I don't even have a problem with. He did a really good job as Kardashian. Does he deserve a nomination? I don't no. know. I think there's there's other performances. But I still think Mike Milligan or Bokeem had the performance of the year. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you there. So there's some other things we'll get into later on when we have a chance to kind of really dive into them and when we start to read the tea leaves about what um, are like, likely to win and what aren't likely to win. But there's, you know, there is reason to be excited about these Emmy nominations. And there's a lot more we can get into. And, and one thing I will say, these nominations, while I don't think that this, this is why some of these people got nominated, because I think they've done great work, I think we would be remiss to say that they, the Emmy voters did not react to what they saw with the Oscars, with the Oscars to white. There are a ton of performers of color that were nominated. Um, whether they're African American, you got Enzi Zanzari in there as well, and and just a lot of people who look like America that are that are going to be up for these awards. Who wins? That's we've talked about this before. It almost doesn't matter who wins an Emmy because it means nothing other than they got the trophy. It doesn't mean they gave the best performances. So I'm not worried about it. But I'm glad that the Academy recognized a bunch of of diverse people. I don't know enough about the series creators to know. If there was a lot of diversity in there, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that there was very little diversity in terms of showrunners and and EPs who were nominated. Sam Esmail's Egyptian-American, so maybe that is the extent of it. But I'm very glad that the performance categories were rather diverse. Did you say Sam Esmail or did you mean Rami Malek? Uh, both. Sam Esmail is, is Egyptian, and that's one of the reasons why they got – they made a connection with, with Remy Malik because they are both <laughs> Egyptian American. Cool. Yeah. And we'll throwing out Sam Esmail facts. You do know who he is engaged to, right? Um, we've had this discussion, but have we? I- he is engaged or I don't know if he's actually engaged, but they've been together for a long time. Yeah. They're engaged. He's engaged to the star of shameless, uh, Emmy Rossum. Yes. I did know that we've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, but I did double check. Sam Esmail is of Egyptian descent. So I also wanted to say I just had a really tiny hope that there would be one more nomination in there, and that would be for Rob Lowe on the Grinder. I just oh, thought yeah. it would be such a good middle finger to Fox, but yeah. it didn't happen. But we still love you, Grinder. But what if we didn't? <laughs> Never mind. Nice callback. Okay. Yeah, so like few that. people will get that, but it's all right. I don't. We only make jokes for each other. All right. Thanks for listening to this special mini episode of Broadway World's Sound Like a Pop podcast. You can find all of our episodes on broadwayworld.com and get new episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We've said this on some of the episodes. We don't really know which order we're going to put these out, but we'll have all episodes either already out or coming out that go deep into our favorite TV shows of this summer, as well as movies from this summer that we've seen or are looking forward to. So check all of those out. And then our next recording will be our list of Palooza of favorite summer movies of all time. So check those out. Come on over to SLIP Podcast on Twitter. Say hi to us. You can find Jen at Eponine Q. That's E-P-O-N-I-N-E-Q 
Stewart. You can find me at BWW Matt. You can always find us writing about our favorite obsessions on BroadwayWorld.com. So until next time, we'll see you around the Broadway world. We didn't do your your normal sign-off. I don't know why I forgot that. I know, and I had it ready and everything. Okay, let's record it and I'll put it in. Hold on. Oh, man, I just closed the file. <laughs> <laughs>